Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves, featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. It's time for another Good Money Moves on News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. I'm Andy Brownell along with Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. Good morning, Jenna. Good morning, Andy. Last week, we talked all about the ins and outs of using co-signers, mainly the outs, to qualify for loans. What are we going to talk about this week? Yeah, so this week, we're going to be exploring the steps that you can take to gain control over your finances. All right. Yeah. So I want you to imagine for a moment how your life would change and how you would feel if you woke up tomorrow. And you knew exactly how much money you had. Your bills were all paid on time every time. You had money to save or invest towards goals. While still having some leftover income to spend on the things that you love, guilt free. I would be pretty sure I'm still sleeping. (laughs) The reality of this is, though, that this is actually attainable for everyone, right? You can, it's not just some dream that's uh, built on a hope and a wish. Like, you can obtain this level of financial security if you implement the right mindset and the right money management systems into your life. Okay. Both have to be there, the management part and the mindset. Correct. So... Of course, I imagined it, and that would be fantastic. I can't imagine anybody feeling otherwise. What's what's the secret to getting there? Right. So the first step is adjusting your mindset about money. Right. I mean, a lot of people, many, many people struggle with the concept of that controlling your money, right, is some kind of often believed to mean that you don't get to have any fun with it. There's this like negative connotation to sure. and, and control of your finances. A lot of us were raised that way, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but this thought process is actually often really prevalent for those who feel like they're living paycheck to paycheck, which leads people to develop what's called a scarcity mindset in relationship to money. All right, what does that explain more about that? Yeah, so what this means is you likely have one of two reactions to money when you have it, right? You either find yourself afraid to save money because you don't know what expenses lie ahead of you, or you spend, and this is usually the most common occurrence, right? You spend most of your money the minute it hits your checking account because you're not sure if you'll ever have enough money again to buy what's right in front of you and ironically that will lead you to go paycheck to paycheck correct exactly so essentially um with the with a scarcity mindset you'll find yourself always focusing on never having enough money which is a very (laughs) state of being Uh, and for some people can even be panic inducing when they actually sit down and think about their money for one second I imagine that's why a lot of folks try, you know, they avoid it because if they think about it in this way, it would uh, induce panic. You you would, uh, you would feel overwhelmed all the time. How do you, how do you break out of that mindset? If you, I mean, you, 
are folks who are actually with their incomes and their expenses. They are paycheck to paycheck. And how do you make a, a positive switch to think about money differently? Yeah. So the thing about your money mindset, we'll call it, um, is that it really doesn't matter if you make $1,000 a month or $5,000 a month. If you're stuck in that scarcity mindset, you're not likely in control of your money. And you're going to feel like you don't have enough money either way. So really the start, and that's not to say that people don't have you know, money problems based on their income level. That's well, but I, I've known, outside of that. I've known people who have had six-figure incomes who have that scarcity mindset, and they do live paycheck to paycheck. Exactly, exactly. They really do. So you, I mean, you can start shifting your money mindset by understanding that your money needs to be given direction. If you do not have a plan for your money, then you'll really never shift your financial situation, right? So that really means having specific goals for your money and setting up a budget to help you prioritize and work towards those goals, right? So if if you're not sure you know, where to start with budgeting, I highly recommend going back and listening to our episodes of Good Money Moves, episode 15 through 18, where we talked extensively about the importance of budgeting, how to get started, things to consider while you're budgeting, budgeting tips to keep you on track. We covered all of that. And, and even the insanity that it can get to be fun after you do it for a while. Yes, it can be. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I would also recommend going back and listening to our How to Set Financial Goals episode, which was number 25. Um, because that talks all about setting realistic goals, those smart goals that we talked about in that episode, right? Very important, yes. Very important. So you can actually find all of our past episodes um, at firstalliancecu.com slash blog post hashtag podcast or um, carocnews.com also has all of the podcast episodes as well. And you're going to have breaking news, don't you? I know what you're going to talk about next. Uh, yeah, so I actually have some very exciting news to share. So we have begun adding all of our past Good Money Moves episodes and all of our future Good Money Good Money Moves episodes are going to be on iTunes and other podcasting apps as well. So you can actually subscribe to it and they'll show up okay. automatically. Correct. Yes, just look for Good Money Moves. All right. Your, whatever podcast app that you listen to, um, we're, we're working our way through getting them all out there. It's a really exciting process, but we, we definitely have some episodes out there already that you can start and start subscribing. So, Okay, so budgeting, budgeting, budgeting. Yes. And, of course, it's central to all of this <laughs> um, and making good money moves. What else, what else can a person do to shift or change their financial mindset? Yeah, so the other thing I would encourage people to do is really recognize when you're emotionally spending and then stop doing that. It's easier said than Yeah, I was going to say. But you have to really recognize that. So money often represents power, right, in our society. That's not, shouldn't be an epiphany to anyone, but... So it's not really all that surprising that many people use money as a way to ease 
emotional discomfort and then regain some sense of control when life gets bumpy by spending it uh, frivolously on things that they want. Yep, the darn internet makes it so easy. They do, they do. Uh, But the problem with that is, especially with a scarcity money mindset, you're probably being thrown a lot more curveballs than you would be if you had control over your money. So then it becomes a cycle you get stuck in where while life's really hard and I really don't know what I'm doing and so I'm going to spend this money and then I'm going to feel even less in control when that next bill comes because I just spent all the money I had on this show. Oh my gosh, yeah. And it kind of, it, so it feeds off itself in a really negative way. So if you can practice putting a stop to emotional spending you can you know and that can look different for everyone um obviously that different people have different triggers and different things that emotionally spend on right so but some things that you can try would really be to limit your impulse buys if you didn't plan for it in your budget this month don't buy it no matter what just don't yeah just don't buy it (laughs) but that doesn't mean you can't have it, right? So if you find something and you really, really like it, make room in your budget for it for next month or save up for it if it's a, if it's a higher priced. Funny thing item. about that, though, is when you do that, usually you don't end up buying it because you come to your senses. It, exactly. <laughs> well, that's just that you realize it helps if you kind of put the brakes on that impulse buy you either realize you really do want it and then you can make room in your budget for it or you realize i'm you really don't need that and it's a good thing you didn't buy that because that moment feels like this rush in the moment that you bought this new thing but then that bill comes up and you go oh crap i don't have money to pay this now yeah it's not a good feeling um so the next tip if you're trying to limit your impulse control in your emotional spending is really just limit that temptation altogether right so unsubscribe from store email lists that you tend to you know oh well they have that 15 percent coupon i better go buy this thing oh they'll bombard you every day every hour yeah they will you know remove shopping apps from your phone and you can always download them again if there's something specific you're looking for and then delete them when you're done so that you're not constantly just using those to you know cure your boredom and scrolling through them things like that oh don't go to the mall when you're bored you know there's there's things you can do to limit that temptation that really isn't going to change your lifestyle heavily you know yep then the next thing i would suggest would be hold yourself accountable you know verbalize your goals to your friends and family or place little reminders on your wallet or credit card about what your goals are. But most importantly, the best way to hold yourself accountable is to check your budget every month. Did you stick to it? Did you spend money where you said you were gonna spend money and not spend money where you said you were not gonna spend the money? That's a great way to hold yourself accountable. Then the last thing I would say, if you're trying to limit your emotional spending, so that you can kind of reframe your money mindset would be to think about your purchases as need versus want. This really forces you to think about if the purchase is helping you or potentially hurting you financially. 
if it wasn't part of the budget or being bought with the money you already had set aside for that kind of more fun purchase, then it's going to be best just to skip it. That falls into that want category at that point and is not going to be helpful to you long term financially. Jenna makes it sound so simple. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna continue talking about financial mindset and how to shift to a better mindset when we continue with Good Money Moves next on News Talk thirteen forty KROC AM and ninety six nine FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk thirteen forty KROC AM and ninety six nine FM a new language like French, Spanish, and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. Andy Brownell along with Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union. And this morning we've been talking about your financial mindset, how to change it towards a positive mindset. And um, I guess we'll continue on with that. Jenna, you have any uh, other advice for us? Yeah, of course I do. (laughs) (laughs) So I would say the next piece of um, information to kind of mull over and think about and internalize a little bit is that it's extremely important that you do not compare your finances to those around you, right? So it's really easy, really easy to compare your financial situations to people in your family, your friends, coworkers, neighbors, right? But all this will really do most often is to create feelings of, you know, that you're lacking somehow, that you'll feel envious, you'll feel depressed, right? You know, concerning the state of your finances. Yeah, it's funny you bring that up because there have been studies that show on Facebook that the folks who, you know, put on the show on Facebook, here's my yacht, or, you know, posing the pictures on, that it's all just show, but yeah. and most often those folks are dealing with the same sort of stresses that you're dealing with. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's kind of that don't try to keep up with the Joneses yeah. mentality. Well, and the thing is, you know, some one thing we like to say in the financial world is that it's pretty likely that the Joneses are using credit cards or other forms of debt to finance everything. And you do not want to live that way. Right. I mean, if you think back to some of the statistics I've shared in some of the past episodes, right? 43% of American families spend more than they earn. That's the Joneses. Yeah. 80% of families owe some form of debt. That's Joneses. That's all of us. Yeah, exactly. 80%. <laughs> and a recent bank rate survey found that one third of people ages 30 to 49 had more credit card debt than they did savings. Yikes. So don't try to keep up with the Joneses. Just focus on yourself, right? Consider your personal financial goals for yourself, not as you think they should be in relationship to anyone around you, but in relationship to what you want for your life, right? So you have to remember, you know, no two financial situations are ever the same. Just because you make the same money as your brother or a coworker, doesn't mean that you have the same goals for what you want to do with that money. It doesn't mean that you owe the same types of debt. It doesn't mean that you want to retire the same way. Like there are so many factors to take into consideration outside of, well, I make X and so does my friend. Therefore, I should spend my money the same way. That's not how that works. You really, really, really have to stay focused on your money, your goals, no one else's. And once you start only looking at meeting your goals as the benchmark for success, 
you'll feel a burden lifted off your shoulders. I guarantee it. When you stop looking at what everyone else has, you'll start appreciating what you do have even more. And from there, you'll be able to make smarter, more informed financial decisions about how to spend your money to meet your goals, right? And creating those attainable goals for yourself and then comparing yourself to those then you can celebrate those wins and then continue to update your goals as you reach them. And I like that you said attainable goals. Yes. And it's funny, too, that some of the things we're talking about apply to other areas of life. And I, I think of athletics. And when you hear about success, you know successful athletes, what they're doing and trying to improve themselves is beat their themselves to set yeah. goals of improvement. It's not to beat that guy over there or that girl over here. It's to, here's what I want to achieve. Yeah. And, and yeah. you get there faster that way. Absolutely. That's spot on, Andy. So it sounds like we're focusing on, of course, what you can actually control, which is your money and your choices. Are there other tips or advice someone should consider that would help them shift that financial mindset? Yeah, absolutely. So I I do have kind of a final thought, and I think it's really important um, to share this. Um, For someone to really set themselves up for a successful uh, financial mindset, you have to be able to forgive your past financial mistakes. Your financial mistakes are not you. Your self-worth is independent of those mistakes. So if you got yourself into a situation where you have so much debt to pay off and you're, and you're worried about it constantly just accept the fact that that has happened everyone makes you know bad choices past circumstances arise that can cause financial hardship that doesn't mean that you there isn't a path forward I mean you have to remember you can't go back in time and fix it but you can move forward and not continue to make those same mistakes and not let those past mistakes define your future choices, right? So don't keep digging yourself into the same hole because you feel shame or guilt or even fear over those past financial missteps. Yeah, that's called water under the bridge. Yes, it is. And it's a, it's a hard piece of wisdom to come by. It is. It is. I mean, everyone deals with that a little bit differently. But, you know, if you can accept that you made mistakes with your money, then just you can make a plan to move forward with them. All right. We're speaking with Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union. It's Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Back in just a moment. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Have you ever wanted to learn a new language like French, Spanish, or Russian? Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. I'm Andy Brownell on News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union with us this morning, as always, for our program. And uh, the whole show today has been about mindset financial mindset and i imagine jenna this is the key to all of it isn't it i mean you and i have chatted with the folks that you bring along from first alliance credit union for many months now about the mechanics of doing all of this 
but we really haven't spent a whole show talking about the psychology of it. Is that a lot of the discussions that your team has with your uh, your members when they come in and perhaps their financial situation isn't quite as rosy as they wished it to be or they're facing some sort of challenge where that they're they're needing to borrow money to to get things back on track is that a is that something you spend a lot of time on it certainly can be you know the big thing that a lot of people struggle with is knowing what that path forward is even if they've kind of come to the decision that they want to change their mindset about money on their own you know not knowing what that path forward looks like is a lot of times what holds someone back from being able to adjust their mindset about money and about how they manage it so one thing that our team does a really good job of is providing that path forward a lot you know giving people that there is goals that you can reach these are attainable you are capable and kind of giving that resource to someone who needs that you know i'll say you know like a hand to hold to help them because it's a hard transition to make if you're if you've been you know raised to think about money a certain way or you've never felt like you had enough money and you are stuck in that scarcity mindset there's no way that you can see the path forward but someone laying it out in front of you in a you know this is this is what we have to offer this is what you can do to improve your life situation you just have to take step one two and three and you're there like that helps tremendously and that's what our team is so good at doing is laying out those steps for people to move forward and move past those financial mistakes you know and you're in that mode as you call it the scarcity mindset um you know it's almost like circling a drain as you point out a cycle mm-hmm. and when you're in that mode as you point out you, all these options could be floating around around you but you you're incapable of even considering them because you're so focused on you know this next paycheck and then you know what's and uh and actually just probably probably just saying the words i need help can get you a long ways because then you might be willing to listen to what's happening to you and go, hey, you're not the only one who's gone through this. Mm-hmm. In fact, I can guarantee you a lot of people <laughs> have gone through something very similar and uh, and found a better way to do this. Absolutely. And uh, so, um, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like no, we sound like uh, little guru here or something like that but i'm speaking from my own personal experience as a young man i was an idiot and i know that i am not the only individual who when they were younger and inexperienced were idiots and i'm trying to be friendly when i say that i made massive mistakes with money made really stupid decisions lived paycheck to paycheck uh, bought things i didn't need to buy on credit dug myself a decent hole as a very young man and uh, luckily I ran into a, fir- a person who uh, was in the financial services who just kind of said hey you're not in that bad of shape guess what you do this for a few months and you do this you're back on track yeah yeah and doing something for just a few months is enough to set that habit in motion yeah. you have it in motion isn't it I mean it's it's amazing I think what it is something like I think it takes like 60 days to develop a 
firmly develop a new habit. And really, that's not that much time. No, it's I mean, not. I've been working from home for longer than that at this point. <laughs> it's, yeah, and it's doable. It's doable. Yeah, and you've learned all sorts of new habits doing that, right? <laughs> oh, yes, I have. <laughs> okay. Well, when we're talking about your financial mindset, you're talking about um, some of the tools and options that you have available uh, through First Alliance Credit Union to achieve your goals. Um, I'm going to let you go with the last few minutes we have and describe some of the resources available. Yeah, absolutely. So as always, I would encourage everyone to explore our website, firstalliancecu.com. You'll find tons of free resources to explore that will help you make you know good money moves, help you improve your money mindset, gain control over your finances. Um, you know, we've got our blog, uh, like I mentioned earlier, all of our past podcast episodes. You know, we talked about budgeting. We've got a downloadable budgeting sheet that you can use to help you start a budget. Um, all kinds of financial calculators um, that can help you plan for savings and other goals that you have, such as paying off credit card debt. You know, we've got also just tons of really good tools available to our members through on our online and mobile banking services, such as that free credit score tool we've talked about before, our My Money budgeting tool, all kinds of um, things that just make it so much easier to stay on top of your finances without having to put in so much effort. It makes, just makes it easy, right? Um, That's right. Which is important because if it's not easy, people give up, right? Um, but of course, if you want some kind of, you know, more personalized guidance, you know, that's what our member advisors are on staff for. Um, they're always happy to sit down with you in person over the phone to really help you get pointed in the right financial direction like we were talking about before and really kind of hold your hand through that process and give you give you the pat on the back and cheer for you when you when you hit those goals. Fantastic. And I know even if you don't believe us, budgeting can be fun. <laughs> it can be. It can be. It can be. All right. <laughs> Jenna Tobel with First Alliance Credit Union. Until next week, this has been Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Here's the latest from the News Talk 1340, KROC.